New Vision is a church that is about guiding people to lives of gospel transformation. Whether this is your first time listening with us or you're a regular listener, we're so happy that you're here. Monday through Friday, we release a podcast studying through a book of the Bible. Right now, we've focused our attention to the Gospel of John. Again, we're happy that you're here. We know God's going to do something great. And joining us today, Joseph Brasher. Man, I am uh, so excited to be able to share um, share with y'all today. This is going to be um, one of my, this is one of my favorite passages in all scripture. And it's probably one of the passages that people know the most or have heard about the most. It includes probably the most, one of the most famous verses in all of scripture. And uh, it's one of my favorite verses in all of scripture. But we're going to be reading in John chapter 3. I'm going to be reading out of the NIV. And uh, so John chapter 3, 1 through 21. Now there was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one could perform the miraculous signs you are doing if God were not with him. In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth. No one could see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. How can a man be born when he is old, Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time into his mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, I tell you the truth, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless he is born of water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the spirit gives birth to spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying, you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it's going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus, and you do not understand these things? I tell you the truth. We speak of what we know, and we testify to what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept our testimony. I've spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe it if I speak of of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the Son of Man, except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Verse 14, just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Here we go. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but men love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what he has done has been done through God. Wow, just a a powerful passage right there in this conversation that he's having with Nicodemus. And we remember who Nicodemus was. Nicodemus was a a Pharisee. Uh, He was somebody that was, uh, he was somebody of the people, but he was also of the law. And so 
He promoted the law very heavily, and, and he thought that was where his salvation was, was in obeying the law perfectly. And as long as he obeyed the law, then God would have to accept him into heaven. And I want to give you two words that I think that we see right here in, in this passage. The first word is exclusivity, the exclusivity of Christ. What are we talking about in that? Well, remember what Jesus said in John 3, 3, I tell you the truth, no one could see the kingdom of God unless he is born again. That is a exclusive statement. It means that it's only through Christ. John 14, 6, you'll hear this later on. Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. The exclusivity of Christ. You see, friends, if we could go to heaven, if we could have a relationship with the Lord with any other way except through Christ, you know what? That means that Jesus came and he died in vain. But because Christ is the only way, he is the exclusive way that we are to have a relationship with God, that we are to be restored to God, that we are to be redeemed by God. It's only through Christ. Friends, that is an exclusive way. He is the only way in that. And so we see that's what Jesus declares to Nicodemus. Because once again, Nicodemus was looking at his works. You know, that it's my it's my faith and uh, and all these other good things that I'm doing. Friend, let me just tell you as a reminder, it's not based, your salvation is not based on your own merit. It's not based on any good that you have done. Friend, in fact, the gospel shows us more and more that we are not good, that we have not measured up. And so there's the exclusivity of Christ. But then we see in verse 14, this whole thing of where it even changes Jesus changes this language right there in the midst of everything, and, he's, and he goes from exclusivity to inclusivity. What do we mean be, to be inclusive, to be bringing others in? And I love what he says there. In verse 14 says, Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the desert, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, verse 15, that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. Everyone whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord. Friend, that is the beauty of the gospel, is that it's not reserved to just a few. It's not reserved to only those that think that they have heard the truth and that they are the only ones that know the truth. Friend, it's truly, truly meant to be that anyone can call upon the name of the Lord to be saved, friend. I am grateful for these words in the Bible of everyone, of whosoever. What a great, great truth for us to remember. You know, and, and that's the mystery of the gospel is that, uh, you know, we know the Lord knows all things, but friend, he also, he gives us this amazing choice to accept the free gift of God that's given through Jesus Christ. And what is that gift of God? Verse 16, that God so loved you. He loved you. He wants to receive the gift of him, that he gave his one, his only son. He gives you the gift of Jesus Christ, that whenever you believe in him, whosoever believes in him, they're not going to die. No, because Jesus paid the debt for us. Jesus died on the cross for us, but have eternal life, the gift of eternal life. For him, we receive eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And from that, friends, you know what we start to live? We start to live 
in, in this relationship with the Lord. And as we're living in this relationship, we see here, it talks about in, in verse 19, that light has come into the world, that we live in the light of Christ. Friend, you know what? I, As a child of God, I don't have to run to the shadows every time that I sin. No, because of the Holy Spirit living inside of me, because I'm born of the Holy Spirit, friend, the light of Christ is inside me. And because of that, he, he reveals to me times that I'm messing up. He reveals to me the times that I've, uh, I'm not living in a right fellowship with him. And because of that, uh, the light has exposed that. And, and even, you know, what's happening is that Jesus Christ, his light reveals that in the hearts of men for them to see that they need a relationship with him. What a great, powerful thing. And we think about even Jesus said later on in John chapter eight, I am the light of the world. Friend, what a great truth to know. Maybe you're living out here in darkness. You feel that you are, you're in darkness. Friend, you can call upon the name of the Lord and he's there for you. You can trust in him. And friend, hear me. He is the only way. He is the only way of salvation. It's only through Christ. It's through Christ and Christ alone. But friend, hear these words. Anyone, everyone, whosoever, anywhere, anytime, Friend, you can call upon the name of the Lord to be saved. What a great truth for us to carry with us today. Now, let me say this as well. For us as believers, you know what this ought to, yes, this ought to do for us as well? Yes, it affirms our relationship that we have with the Lord, knowing that uh, we don't have to go through a ritual. We don't have to go through tradition or anything like that to be saved. Friend, that when we call upon the name of the Lord, no matter how young, how old we are, friend, because of the God's word, that we can receive eternal life. But you know what this also means for us as believers? It means that we've got a gospel to go and share. We've got truth. We've got the light of Christ that we are reflecting in our lives that we go and we share to others. And when we're sharing the gospel with others, you know what? I'm not worried about, um, I'm not worried about who's standing in front of me because I can declare to them just as much as what I've learned right here in this passage, that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Friend, that's what you can do. So you can take the gospel message, John 3, 16, and all that surrounds it, friend, you can take that Jesus Christ is the only way to salvation. You can share that with them. But then you can also share with them, you know what? He loves you so much. Here's the gift of eternal life. He provides this hope for you. And so friends, as we just step into this, maybe just grow in his word, maybe see his word, and, and just see that it's something that speaks into our life. And friend, it ought to be something that we go and we share the gospel wherever we are. Thank you so much for this time with you today. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Join us tomorrow as we continue through the Gospel of John. See you guys then.